This is Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Hello and welcome to this episode of Healing the Whole Person. I'm Angela Tomlinson, your host for this short duration. Uh, and I, with me in the studio is Father John Calgaro, OFM Conventual. Father John is at Marytown Franciscan Friary, also known as the Shrine of Max, St. Maximilian Colby. And uh, Bonnie Quirk is here. She's from Lake County Right to Life. Uh, she's from a lot of places. Bonnie, you're on a number of boards all over. Any, if it's a good cause, Bonnie's right there on the board. So welcome, Bonnie, to the show. Thank you. There we go. One more try. Say thank you. Thank you. I had to turn on her mic. I had to turn on the mics. Okay, so we're all here today, um, and we're kind of having an impromptu gathering today. We want to talk about the healing power of reparation. Tomorrow, many of you have heard, we've been running spots on the radio. We have a prayer group at uh, that convenes, and we decided that we wanted to do, uh, to celebrate the feast of the appari apparition of St. Michael the Archangel, which is May 8th. And on that day, we would uh, pray the rosary, the chaplet, the chaplet of St. Michael, uh, a number of different, the litany of the saints, a number of prayers, and we would profess uh, in, in reparation and also to ask uh, the Lord for a return to his perfect order in our civil life and in our religious life. And Father Calgaro is the spiritual director of that cynical. And he's with us here today. Father, talk a little bit about, I know our ladies appeared a number of times from Fatima, um, and it seems like she has the same mes me uh, message about if mankind could turn to God, they could avoid calamities. And um, I know even in the case of St. Faustina, uh, that the, again, the message was if we would just turn our lives to God in reparation, that we could avert uh, wars, communism, uh, calamities, etc. So, Father, talk a little bit about um, why we need to have reparation and why is God so deeply offended? Well, the word reparation comes from the word repair. Repair. So what do we have to repair? We have to repair the disorder in our souls and in the world that has been caused by sin. And the wars, natural disasters are <coughs> a result of sin. When God created the universe, Adam and Eve and all other things, material, things in the universe. He created it in grace. Adam and Eve were full of grace when he created them. The world was full of grace. There was no sin in the world at the beginning of creation. But sin entered the world, didn't it? Original sin. And that caused disorder. Disorder in our souls, disorder in the actual material order of the world and so as a result we have sickness we have uh, natural disasters 
even animals become angry and ornery and wild. It's a whole disorder is caused by sin. So how are we able to get the world back to its original order that God created it for? Because God creates everything good. He doesn't create junk. He creates everything good. So how can we get the world back to its original justice as God created it? Well, the answer is through grace. Through grace that has been merited for us by the cross of Jesus Christ, by his death on the cross. It's only through grace that we can actually restore the world to its original justice. And so if we want to heal the sickness in the world, we want a spiritual and material sickness, we have to introduce grace into the world. There's a process of conversion. We have to convert from our sins and we have to receive the grace of Jesus Christ. Without the grace of Jesus Christ, there can be no order in the world. So if we want to say, for example, there's a present epidemic or pandemic, pandemic of the coronavirus, of COVID-19, whatever they call it, we have to introduce grace. Of course, I'm not discounting science. Science is important, of course, necessary because grace builds on nature. It's the great St. Thomas Aquinas would tell us. We don't want to nullify nature. But nature itself is not enough. We need the grace to restore the world back to its natural order. So if we want to cure illness, if we want to stop earthquakes, we want to stop hurricanes, if we want to stop natural and, and natural or disorders in the world, we have to converse, we have to be converted, we have to turn to Jesus Christ with the help of his blessed mother and receive the grace of Jesus Christ. We have to pray, we have to mortify ourselves, and as, as you mentioned, and as the blessed mother has repeated time and time again since Fatima, we need to do acts of reparation. That involves, of course, prayer. It involves sacrifice, self-sacrifice. That's how we introduce grace into the world. We as Catholics have to receive the sacraments, which unfortunately we can't do right now. But when we get the opportunity after this lockdown is over, receive the sacraments, get the confession, do acts of penance, acts of mortification. And that's all reparation. Like I said, reparation is repair the world that's been damaged by sin. The world damaged by sin, the, the, the spiritual order of the world and also the material order of the world has been damaged by sin. We need, to get, we need to receive the grace of Jesus Christ through our life of conversion. So, as I said, Fatima, you know, Our Lady was very much insistent upon reparation and, and she said if, if uh, the acts of reparation and conversion are done, there'll be a terrible disaster. They'll purify the world. And we know what that happened. That was World War II. That was predicted by Our Lady. Wars are a result of sin and not turning to God. So if we want to avoid wars 
You want to avoid conflicts of uh, national or international conflicts? We have to turn to God and do acts of reparation, prayer, penance, conversion. And, of course, like Our Lady said in other reparations, her words are not, were not being heeded. So she had to remind us again, again, Garambandal. Those apparitions have been open to question, of course, but I personally believe they're authentic, and the bishops of Spain think they're authentic. The Holy See has not pronounced a judgment, but uh, people go there and pray. And the four little girls, or, or adolescent girls, uh, I do believe they had agenda ecstasies. And the messages are not a lot of messages, only four messages that Our Lady gave the of the four girls. And the messages are conversion, reparation, and devotion to Blessed Sacrament. So part of the program of reparation is to restore and promote devotion love of the Blessed Sacrament. Making visits to the Blessed Sacrament, having processions of the Blessed Sacrament, having holy hours in order, in order of the Blessed Sacrament, all the kinds of Eucharistic devotion love that we can show to our Lord in the Holy Eucharist. Our Lady of Akita, Japan, same message, re reaffirmation of Fatima. The world is as sinful and needs to return to, to God and do acts of reparation. So all during, the, all during these years since Fatima, that has been the constant reparation, or excuse me, the constant message of reparation. I offer acts of prayer, penance, and reparation for our sins because our sins truly that caused damage in the souls of millions and millions of people and it caused damage also in the natural order of the of the universe. You know, uh, I I was absolutely believe in Garabandel and lost a lot and and Fatima of course and reparation uh, but Father, we're going to have a Eucharistic procession in reparation and calling on St. Michael. And my husband reminded me that May 8th is also the day that World War II ended. Victory in Europe was May 8th in 1945. So we've come a, a long way from reparation at that time and invoking Almighty God to help us overcome evil, then what's happened now? The world kind of fell back into its comfortable way of, of doing things, didn't it? Absolutely. See, the problem is, Our Lady has spoken, but the world is not paying attention. And perhaps you might even say, sadly speaking, the church is not paying attention. Not everybody's on board with that lady's message at Fatima and other apparitions that have taken place after that. So uh, I think as a result, and uh, the seers have said that if we don't turn to God and if we, if we don't pay attention to our lady's message and do reparation, well then there will be a, a chastisement that will purify the world how it will take place or when it will take place. 
is uh, it's hard to say. No one knows the hour. But there might be a series of purifications or a purification that will that will turn people to God. And as far as the Karambandal is concerned, uh, the principal seer, Conchito Gonzalez, said that there will be a sign someday before she dies that will turn people to God. It'll be a sign in the heavens that'll be so obvious that people will be able to see their sins and be sorry for them. How that will take place, we don't know, but she claims she knows the date. And uh, of course she won't tell anybody. She said the ladies told her to keep it a secret. But if it is true, if it is true, it has to help happen during her lifetime. And she's what, how old is she now? About, oh, about 60 years old right now? In her 60s, early 60s? So it has to happen in her lifetime, this sign. And then after that, there'll be another sign will take place in Rambanda, which will be a permanent sign of God's presence. What kind of sign it will be, or in the form it will take, we don't know. And she couldn't explain it herself, that it will take place in Garamandal, where a lot of these operations took place, these ecstasies took place, where these pine trees are located on top of this mountain. And if the world still does not repent, and continues at a sinful course, well, there will be a divine chastisement. That's the message. Now, some people say, oh, that's just some teenage girl talking, you know, nonsense. Well, you know, uh, I do believe it. it. It seems to be in line with our lady said since Fatima, since Fatima in 1917. So, I think there's a lot of credence to it. So, you might say the world is running on a collision course if he doesn't, rep if he doesn't repent. And, of course, that is our, that is our uh, shall we say, our ministry. Our objective as Christians, as good Catholics, is to help the world repent by our prayers and works of uh, reparation. You so know, Father, I was going to say something about that. In <clears throat> on the surface, when people hear that God would chastise us, it sounds, you know, why would God, you know, mean God? But really, when you put it with the other part of the Fatima message where the the children saw that souls were going to hell like snowflakes, that was back then in 1917. And Our Lady, I think, was it at Fatima where she said the number one reason they go to hell is because of sins of impurity. Mm -hmm. That was yeah. 1917. Holy smokes. Yeah. So I think the chastisement, when they saw how awful hell was, and not just them, I mean, we deny hell, but, you know, Faustina went to hell. There's that book called Hungry Souls that shows um, evidence of people who have been in purgatory. I think when people see how awful hell is, the, I think it's kind of a last-ditch effort that for us to turn away from the world and towards God through these chastisements so that as awful it is in this earth, we have a chance of still being saved. 
it's to turn to most people like in, my mom used to tell me in World War II the churches were packed Mm-hmm. But now it's almost like, well, our churches are closed, so they can't be packed. But there's, there's a turning to false gods, the gods of science for answers, the gods of the state for answers. It's, it's almost like who we turn to now, there's been a, a shift, a complete rejection or not even a knowledge that God exists. This atheism where she said that the communists would spread their errors. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and communism and spreading its errors, Father? Well, uh, I would say as far as the situation the world is in, uh, communism is a manifestation of it. I think basically what it is, it's a, a tendency of mankind to try to exist without God. It's a way of trying to find reasons for living without going to God. So it's basically a a type of pride on steroids. So, you know, I think in order to remedy the situation, we have to realize that God's in control. That, that, That involves humility. You know, Angela and Father, my mother used to say, when we would get up in the morning, she would say, look in the mirror, Barbara Mary, (laughs) (laughs) and who do you see? Do you see the creature or the creator? And, you know, that's how she would send us off to school. She would make it very clear that (laughs) we didn't see the creator, we saw the creature. And we prayed. And uh, But I think oftentimes now, uh, people looked in the mirror, they might think of themselves as the creator, and the creature is, yeah. you know, someone yeah. else. You're right. It's all about me. You yeah. look at the selfies right. people take, and and the world is really not about all about me. God so loved us that He sends His Son, and now He's sending His Mother to remind us what's going on, and it's our free will to make that choice. Uh, and so we pray. Uh, with our Eucharistic procession, our Rosary of Reparation. Father, you have a prayer there, do you not, Uh, of exorcism. Uh, We do all of that because I believe we really have hurt Almighty God, and he is giving us uh, a second, third, fourth, fifth chance. But there will come a time when mercy is always balanced with justice and he is giving us opportunities will we take them i guess is the question well we're going to take a short break you're listening if you're just tuning in we have father john calgaro ofm and bonnie quirk and i'm your host angela tomlinson we're talking about uh, reparation and we want to remind everybody to gentlemen start your engines start your engines we're going to be meeting at lake forest oasis for a eucharistic procession in the safety of our cars tomorrow we'll be meeting at two o'clock you'll have your car blessed at 215 and then wheels up and we'll talk a little bit more about it after the break uh, but you're listening to wsfi 88.5 fm catholic radio
Hi, this is Joe Scheidler. Join me up this Friday at noon in front of the Holy Name Cathedral in Chicago to pray the rosary for the opening of our churches and for access to all the sacraments. We'll be praying every Friday at noon sharp until our churches are open. I'll see you there. For information, contact openourchurches.org. That's openourchurches.org. A prayer for deliverance with Father John Grigas, Director of the National Shrine of St. Maximilian Kolbe at Marytown. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus Christ, we just ask for the grace of the Holy Spirit to come down upon us, the intercession of Our Lady and of all the saints and angels, and we come against any influence of the occult or the New Age that might have infiltrated any of our listeners, the children, their grandchildren, the nieces, nephews, brothers, and sisters, and families, and we bind Satan and all of his minions in any way that have bound any of these individuals or their families in this occult practices and we invoke Mother Mary also and all the saints in the name of Jesus by the blood of Jesus I just break all bounds and all influences of the new age upon any one of our listeners and may they be broken in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit may he send upon them the grace of the Holy Spirit to free them and may our Mother Mary place her mother in the mantle to protect them and crush the head of the evil one as she was promised to do so in Genesis after the fall Amen Want an example of a false sense of security? How about relying on the life insurance you get through work to pay for all of your final expenses? Do you have plans to retire someday? Or do you plan on working for that company for the rest of your life? The fact is, you may lose your life insurance when you leave a company. I'm Matt Tomlinson from Catholic Financial Life, and I invite you to share your hopes and dreams with me. To discuss your options for protecting your family, call me at 847-548-MATT. That's 847-548-6288. Products and services not available in all states. Well, hello and welcome back to this episode of Healing the Whole Person. I'm not Susie McGinn, unfortunately. Susie's been an expert host uh, the past few weeks, and she'll be with us in our procession tomorrow. Uh, But before we get started, Father, we usually ask, uh, there's a number of prayer requests that come in in the show. Uh, One of them is Susie's own brother. Ray has uh, COVID-19, the Chinese virus. And she's been asking for prayers for him. Her neighbor, uh, Jim, has, uh, he kind of collapsed or passed out the other day, so praying for him. Uh, Jean Rubel, who is part of our prayer group, has two friends. They're both named, uh, I want to say it's Jim, but it's not Jim. It just had a mind thing. But he has two of his friends that are... um, are suffering right now in the hospital and then someone named Michelle just emailed us and asked for a private intention. I'm sure that many of us right now are dealing with uh, people that we know that we're worried about or they're worried about getting the they're worried about about catching this virus father or there's the downstream impact of um, you know the financial pressure that it's put on people so father could you offer a prayer before we resume the show for all those intentions. Sure, and I'll offer the St. Michael exorcism Beautiful. for all those people. Let's do that. Right now? Sure, if you're, okay. willing to, if, if you're willing, Father. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Most glorious Prince of the heavenly armies, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in our battle against principalities and powers, against the rulers of this world of darkness, against the spirits of wickedness in high places. Come to the assistance of men whom God has created to his likeness. 
at home she has redeemed at a great price for the tyranny of the devil. Holy Church venerates thee as her guided and protector. To thee the Lord has entrusted the souls of the redeemed to be led into heaven. Pray therefore the God of peace to cross Satan beneath our feet that he may no longer retain men captive and do injury to the church. Offer our prayers to the Most High that without delay they may draw his mercy down upon us. Take hold of the dragon, the old serpent, which is the devil and Satan. Bind him and cast him into the bottomless pit that he may no longer seduce the nations. In the name of Jesus Christ, our God and Lord, strengthened by the intercession of the Immaculate Virgin Mary, Mother of God, of Blessed Michael the Archangel, of the Blessed Apostles Peter and Paul and all the saints, and powerful in the holy authority of our ministry, we confidently undertake to repulse the attacks of the seas of the devil. God arises, his enemies are scattered, and those who hate him flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so they are driven. As wax melts before the fire, so the wicked perish at the presence of God. Behold the cross of the Lord, flee bands of enemies. The line of the tribe of Judah, the offspring of David, has conquered. May thy mercy, Lord, descend upon us, as great as our hope in thee. We drive you from us wherever you may be unclean spirits, all satanic powers, all infernal invaders, all wicked legions, assemblies and sects, in the name and by the power of our Lord Jesus Christ. May you be snatched away and driven from the church of God and from the souls made to the image and likeness of God and redeemed by the precious blood of the divine Lamb. Most cunning serpent, you should no more dare to deceive the human race, persecute the church, torment God's elect, and sit them as wheat. The most high God commands you, he with whom in your great insolence you still claim to be equal, God who wants all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. God the Father commands you, God the Son commands you, God the Holy Spirit commands you. Christ, God's word made flesh, commands you. He to save our race, outdone through your envy, humbled himself, becoming obedient even unto death. He who has built his church on a firm rock and declared that the gates of hell shall not prevail against her, because he will dwell with her all days even to the end of the world. The sacred sign of the cross commands you, as does also the power and mysteries of the Christian faith. The glorious Mother of God, the Virgin Mary, commands you, she who by her humility and from the first moment of her immaculate conception crush your proud head. The faith of the holy apostles Peter and Paul and of the other apostles commands you. The blood of the martyrs and the pious intercession of all the saints commands you. Thus, cursed dragon, in all you diabolical legions, we abjure you by the living God, by the true God, by the holy God, by God who so loved the world that he gave up his only Son, that every soul believing in him might not perish but have life everlasting. Stop deceiving human creatures and pouring out to them the poison of eternal damnation. Stop harming the church and hindering her liberty. Be gone, Satan, inventor and master of all deceit, enemy of man's salvation. Give place to Christ, in whom you have found none of your works. Give place to the one, holy, Catholic, and apostolic church, acquired by Christ at the price of his blood. Stoop beneath your powerful hand of God, tremble and flee when we invoke the holy and terrible name of Jesus. This name which causes hell to tremble. 
this name to which the virtues, powers, and dominations of heaven are humbly submissive. This name which the cherubim and seraphim praise unceasingly repeating, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. O Lord, hear my prayer, and let my cry come to you. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Let us pray. God of heaven, God of earth, God of angels, God of archangels, God of patriarchs, God of prophets, God of apostles, God of martyrs, God of confessors, God of virgins, God who has power to give life after death and rest after work. Because there are no other God than thee, can there be no other? For thou art the creator of all things, visible and invisible, of whose reign there shall be no end. We humbly prostrate ourselves before thy glorious majesty, and we beseech thee to deliver us by thy power from all the tyranny of the infernal spirits, from their snares, their lies, and their furious wickedness. Deign, O Lord, to grant us thy powerful protection, and to keep us safe and sound, we beseech thee through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. From the snares of the devil, deliver us, O Lord. Deliver us, O Lord. That is a very powerful prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the, the Son, and, and of the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Wow, Father. Our Father, who White art in heaven, heaven hallowed be thy name. name. Thy, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Thank you, Father. So, Bonnie, why don't you talk a little bit about the procession tomorrow? Oh, I'd love to, because you know what? Angela and Father, religious liberty is so very important. It's the cornerstone of, uh, it's why the pilgrims came here. Uh, we want our churches open, and we feel we need at this point in time divine intercession. And so we're invoking St. Michael and really all the angels and saints to be with us. And we realize, as Father said, we need to repair, repent, repair our world. Uh, and so we are peaceful and law-abiding citizens. We are going in our cars and we will meet at the Lake Forest Oasis uh, on the east side going north, the tollway going north. Uh, and we will assemble at 2. Father will graciously bless the cars at 2.15. He will be carrying the Eucharist and blessing our route and our, our county and our neighbor state as we drive. Uh, we are encouraging people to join us. Again, you will be in the safety of your car, which we are allowed to be, and we will be with our family, so we will not be carpooling or doing any of those things. We will leave the tollway, process up to, what is it, Angelo Route? It's, it's exit number 
342, which is Route 158. And Matt actually went and drove up there today to make sure that we could just go. The idea on the tollway is that we don't run into traffic lights, so we don't get separated as a group. So we tried to have a route on Route 60 at the tollway in, excuse me, at the Oasis in Lake Forest. When you go from there all the way up to 158, Bonnie, there's no lights. So you can just go up, take the exit, turn around at that exit, and then come back and retrack, uh, re retrace your steps without having to worry about going through traffic or us getting separated from one another. Right, and and if you meet us at the tollway, we will identify your car with a WSFI magnet, and we will put one on each side and one on the back so that you will be able to see just in case a car would pull in front uh, of you, you would be able to see the, the line of procession. And again, we encourage you, this is a, a prayerful uh, procession uh, with Jesus himself. Uh, Father will be blessing and we will also be begging that we open our churches and we get our full religious liberty uh, that our churches are open and our sacraments become available. This is not political. This is the foundation of our country, religious liberty. And it's being denied us right now. So we are imploring uh, St. Michael and all these saints, all your patrons. We'll be saying the litany of the saints, won't we, Angela? We will, and I've been building up here. I'll be at the radio station, unfortunately. I'd rather be with the group, but I'll be here at the radio station. And so we'll be, um, you can pray, we'll all be praying together. So the people that are in the caravan, if you turned on 88.5 FM, you'll be praying, it, we'll all be praying in unity. Uh, so we have the rosary that Cardinal George uh, recorded with us the glorious mysteries and first we'll begin with the sorrowful mysteries by they were recorded with bishop david malloy so we'll we'll be praying the rosary we'll be doing the litany of the saints we'll be starting with the exorcism prayer that father just read here so we'll begin with that and we'll process and we'll have a few uh we'll have some nice music we've been listening to different versions of when the saints come marching in haven't we oh mm -hmm. we have and you know one of my favorite songs from past years is Convoy. Convoy. And I'm convoy? hoping we have that one because we really are a convoy of people calling people to repair our very sinful world uh, and give it back to <laughs> I love that song. That was the version. I don't know if you can hear. I played it, played it on my computer. It's called Convoy by uh, C.W. McCall. So I don't know if you could hear. But we certainly heard. I, <laughs> I think I blew poor father's hearing aid out when, uh, <laughs> when I pressed that button. But we might have a couple Convoy songs on just to make it a little bit more fun. It, so it, it is. Uh, you know, uh, God created us holy people. But he also created us for fun. And uh, whenever we're with our friends at the Seneca or in a procession, uh, we're serious about our intervention, but we're doing it in community. And we are having fun. We're, we're, we're doing not only our religious obligation, 
but our civic obligation because we have to be heard. Our churches have to open. Our people have to know that perhaps if they turn to Almighty God rather than abortion, pornography, child abuse, marijuana, uh, their lives would be happy and they would be having fun rather than living in despair. So join us. Uh, and there's nothing like listening to your radio in the car and driving with us. So we will see you at 2 o'clock on the east side of the tollway going north off of Route 60. And we'll look forward to it. Right, Father? Yep. We'll see you at 2 o'clock. And Father, could you close with your priestly blessing? Sure thing. Here it comes, all listeners. May the blessed Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain with you forever. God okay. bless you. See you all tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Thank for us, Oasis. Oasis. Sisters and brothers, this is Reverend Satchmo getting ready to beat out this mellow sermon for you. My text this evening when the saints go marching in. Here come brother Hickenbottom down the aisle with his trombone. Blow it, boy. Saints go marching in. Now, when the saints go marching in. When the saints go marching in, marching in, yes, I want to be in that number. When the saints go marching in. <laughs>